Hello, world. Hey, world. Hello, world. Welcome to Hello, world. The future is female. Welcome back to the Hello World of Futures Female podcast. Today, I'm joined by Vera V, a limitless 17-year-old working on self-development and productivity and creating this life that she really wants. With over 40,000 followers on Instagram, I can definitely say she puts the work in to ensure um, her content and posts are useful and productive. So since school is starting in a few weeks, listening to some of Vera's tips and advice on being disciplined, determined, and focused on achieving your goals will hopefully inspire you to integrate some of the concrete strategies I'll be discussing today. So I know I gave a brief introduction of you, Vera, but could you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your mission and things you're interested in? Yeah, for sure. Hi, everybody, whoever's listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day, night or evening, first of all. And as Isabella mentioned, my name is Vera V. I am 17 years old. Um, I'm an aspiring singer, songwriter, performer, and musician. So music is definitely something I'm really interested in. I'm also a big believer in my message of individualism and self-development. And I think my mission is sharing that with the world as well as certain parts of my life, you know, my journey, and just sending lots of love and light to everybody. (laughs) So the reason why I, how I found Vera was actually through Instagram. And I think... Something that really drew me into it was because of the originality and um, and the creativity in which you kind of go about creating your posts. It's not this, I, I think a lot of people call Instagram like a highlight reel and we just uh-huh. share like our yeah. experiences. But I was, I saw a post you made actually about it's not necessarily fake, but it can be like a little bit misconstrued. And I think verbal communication and visual representation is one of the best ways to inspire people. And I really admire how you have turned Instagram, which, um, you know, was a fake world into a space where followers, you can feel seen, heard and encouraged to create a life for themselves that they want. I'm interested because you received a lot of growth within a few months and social media almost came from a side hustle to a full time job commitment. With that being said, what initially inspired you to share your experiences on social media? That's actually a really interesting question because now looking back at it, I've been technically sharing, you know, my life on social media since I was 11. That's when I made my first YouTube video ever. It's like on a separate channel. It was a character Uh, channel. (laughs) Maybe I'll talk about it sometime, but you know, that's for another day. So I think I've just always been doing that. And I think what really drives that is just because I love creating and sharing. Like that genuinely is one of my biggest passions. And I think regarding sharing my life, I kind of, I, I was thinking about different types of contents that there are, you know, mm-hmm. like different niches, I guess. And I think with lifestyle, one of the most beautiful things is that people are able to join you on your journey and also grow with you as you're growing. Right. So technically you never run out of content or anything because, you know, you're always living and evolving. Mm-hmm. People get to see that and grow with you. That's a really unique perspective because I think when I like start organizations or even this podcast, I try to make it perfect. I try to have everything planned out and I know exactly what I'm doing. But in reality, it's like it's so much better to evolve with your audience and see your growth um, continuing. And you don't have to have anything planned out. And I think that's something I really learned was just get started. And it's like it's okay to, to fail and to try again and then fail again. But it's all about really getting up and, you know, creating that life that that you deserve. No, I completely relate because I'm like an avid perfectionist. So if things aren't exactly perfect, it always (laughs) hurts me. 
But then I just have to, you know, do my best to push through that and just start. That's really the most important thing, like you said, just starting. All of your posts seem to team with passion, originality, and creativity. And so with all of these challenges and encouraging others to be a little bit more self-disciplined, what do you see as an impact to your work? Well, with the Heart of Seven Childs, like you said, it was meant to either kickstart someone's self-development journey because it followed like a very specific routine based on my personal routine. So that's how I know it was doable. But also, I think, allowed a lot of people to get inspired because I view things as information, right? And that was, I think, for a lot of people, just new information, like just people getting into routines that work for them and seeing their own growth. I'd say that was the biggest impact. So you obviously post about discipline, being productive, and emphasize the power of almost delayed gratification. It's like not one event will will trigger like a success, but almost the collection of that over time. So being that inspired and almost being that drive for others is so powerful and, and really vital in, in some people's upbringing. And, and I think even more so in kids just because they are so susceptible and impressionable to social media. And so I think it's really important what you're doing. So did you ever have anyone or really any event or anything like that inspire you or encourage you to do the things that you're doing today? Or in other words, where does your drive even come from? That's a good question. I was actually thinking about it today in the morning. It just randomly kind of popped into my head. I mean, I think I get inspired by everyone and everything around me. Because once again, it's just new information. And I think the more you process, the more you can figure out for yourself what works for you. Regarding events, I don't think there's anyone specific, but like my biggest motivators in life are obviously the people around me, like my family, but also I really like David Goggins. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. (laughs) You have to check him out. He's, I think he was like a Navy SEAL, but he's really intense. Yeah. Like if you take my content and then you multiply that by like a thousand, he's intense. So just people like that who are so driven and they motivate others with their own example instead of just words. I think that's what really inspires me, but also opportunity because, you know, it's really it's all around us. You just you just have to look, which is really cool. Right. And I think it's a good point that you mentioned opportunity and just like saying mm-hmm. yes to the things that you're interested in, because a lot of times there's this one quote that I really just I just don't like the quote. It's like um, like something success comes from those who wait or like opportunity comes from those who wait or something like that. But it's like almost I view it as going out there to seek those opportunities that's how you're going to get to success and like you said taking in that knowledge getting inspiration from other people who are like you or who you aspire to kind of emulate um in some way it's really important especially because nobody is just going to become successful over one night it's a collection of hard work and them actually going out and seeking that that opportunity so i thought yeah that's just a really great that's really great advice so On Hello World, the features female, I interview inspiring women like yourself, and I also review books that encourage me to improve my life. Typically, they're self-help books. So with that being said, I don't always have the motivation to read the book, write down what I find is really valuable, and then on top of that, review the book and summarize my findings. And you you know the process. You edit things and all those things. So, But even with that, the episode still comes out with my book review. And I was thinking to myself, how am I staying so consistent even when I don't feel like it? And Mm -hmm. that brought me to the realization that motivation comes and goes, it's not going to be there forever, but something that you really work towards is self-discipline is what is is Mm going to get things done. 
And so I do want to illuminate or illustrate the reason why um, even you can be so disciplined with all of your postings and your consistent work in your own life, even off of social media. So how do you stay disciplined or how do you train your mind to spend time doing things that you might not always have the motivation to do, but you still do it? Well, I think there's certain, there are a couple components to this. The first being intent, which is actually the focus, the first phase of the hardest seven okay. challenge, if you remember. So I honestly believe that you can't build discipline unless you know why you're building it, because then it just doesn't make any sense. Right. So clarifying intent for yourself and understanding why you're doing what you're doing is really important. It is to me. And also delayed gratification. Like yesterday, I did not want to go to the gym at all. Like I just didn't. I know that I just wanted to lie in bed because I was tired and whatnot. But I knew that as soon as I got up and actually got myself moving, I'd feel a thousand times better. So I guess it also comes from just knowing yourself and knowing what works best for you and just pushing through the obstacles that are, you know, there for the moment. Yeah, yeah I love that because I feel like a lot of the reasons why people maybe won't pursue things or they don't want to do things is because they're doing it for the wrong reason. They're either doing it because their parents told them or um, they just don't like what they're doing. And so obviously, I mean, it's pretty obvious that if you like what you're doing and you want to see that end goal and you can visualize that, then you're going to put the work in. It's almost like it, it's interesting to you because you're doing things that you love and that's, that's really important. And so... One of my favorite things you post are the day in the life videos where you narrate over them and there's just like really dramatic music. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. And there's like your 24 hours and like the quotes on that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. And for me, being someone who was really challenged to kind of set that goal for myself when I, when I first um, joined the Heart of Seven Challenge. And for me, um, I wanted to really carry on even past seven days. And so I challenged myself to read 30 books in 2021. And in oh. 2020, I read zero. I mean, I read the school books, but I didn't, re I didn't like read um, for the fun of it. And I really wanted to kind of get myself more involved in literature and just reading basically. So I'm always looking for new reads. And so what are your top three favorite books, audiobooks, articles, websites, really anything that inspires you to continue to improve your life? Well, the book I'm currently reading right now is called The Energy Codes by Dr. Sue Mortar. If you've heard of it, I think it was published like maybe a couple years ago, but it's really interesting because it has a lot of information about different things. So I'd re definitely recommend looking into that. I have to take it like seven pages a day just because I'm like processing while I sleep and whatnot. I also really like um, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I feel like that was really a refreshing perspective. Right. I have a bunch, but one that I feel like really changed my perspective. And I read it about a year ago, actually, which is crazy. The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I heard about that one. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. it really like it changed the way I see things for sure. And it definitely contributed to the way I am now, you know, to my growth over the year. Also, um, sorry, this, this is like a lot of book recommendation. <laughs> but I also really liked Grid by Angela Duckworth. Mm, yeah. You know, the emphasis on grit and intent right. behind it and whatnot. So, yeah, those several. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to check out um, Energy Codes. I think that one will be Energy a little, codes. That'll be interesting yeah. to read. And maybe I'll catch up since you're only reading seven pages a day, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah. share my book review so you can leave <laughs> your comments. <laughs> yeah. yep. Okay, so I've been talking a lot about your Instagram and the things you've been doing on there, but for anybody who's unfamiliar 
with your account or even doesn't have social media, I wanted this episode to still be applicable to them and how they can improve their lives. So what is your most valuable lesson for maximizing your time, becoming self-disciplined, investing in yourself, and really overall creating that life that you deserve? That's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing I've learned throughout my 17 years of life <laughs> would be that it's really not about the end goal it's about the process right like with anything with any goal you set it's not about how you'll feel at the end of it because then what's next you're going to set another one right? right so i think for me i found that i can't just focus on the ending of things i have to focus on the process because that's really the most valuable part right like thinking back to any of you know my journeys in different aspects of life like physical fitness whatnot nutrition music journeys, I would not trade the journey for the world because that's what actually taught me the absolute most. So if anybody takes anything away from this, it would be definitely that, you know, motivation comes and goes, distance forever, but also the journey. It's all about the journey and how you get to where yes. you get. I was reflecting on this because I actually just started journaling. Okay, I've like started a lot of things since I discovered your account, uh, your account. but <laughs> in addition to my love for books now, I started journaling and I was reflecting on what am I going to do after high school, like obviously go to college and, and things like that, but like that, like where, what are my goals for life? And I realized like I'm always focused on how can I improve, how can I, what's the next thing in my life and things like that, but it's like at the same time, I'm never going to be this age and i'm never gonna experience high school again and so if i like take each moment for its value and yes have these goals in life and like want to be a high achieving person but also value the time and the people i meet and the experiences i'm having because i'm never gonna be this age again just having that perspective of just like really valuing the time that you have not always wanting to move on to the next thing it's it's really important of course there's something as you know overworking or really pushing your limits to where it's in in an unhealthy like way or fashion and so for any listeners out there i did want to mention a few tips or even ask you a few tips on how to prioritize your health because that obviously does come first um so vera how do you take care of your physical health mental health and how do you make time to socialize and avoid burnout I think for pushing too hard, there there's just a very fine line between once again pushing your limits and detrimenting your health, especially with like working out and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I feel like that comes with knowing yourself. Because I know I can count um, a lot of times where I push myself too hard, but then I know not to go there again. Right. So it just I think comes with experimenting. But with burnout, I think I don't think I've had a burnout actually. Maybe that's ever. great. That's good. What does it look like for you? I've never really had a burnout, but more so I feel like it was realizing, like you said, um, Uh where my limits are and not overworking myself. It's like, I think for me, avoiding burnout has been like saying it's time to stop, you know, and not always like pushing it to where it's like, like I literally go to bed at a certain time because if I work past that, eventually it'll like add up to, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to, you know, so it's, it's really about for me, like creating these habits in my life where it's like a structure. So like, I'm never like pushing that too hard to where it's like, I could reach that point. Hopefully I'll never reach that point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of with burnout, I actually, I interviewed this musician once for like a school project. Yeah. But he was saying about when he was in college, he's a guitarist, the professional one. And in college, she was practicing like 40 to 50 hours a week 
just on his guitar. Then he said that he burned out after that. And then I was just reflecting on it. And I think burnout has a lot to do with intent. Because yeah. for me, I know I'm really passionate about certain things like music and whatnot. And I can honestly just work like all day on them. I mean, obviously sleeping and whatnot. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> important, people. Yeah, sleep, you know, good nutrition, exercise, whatever. But I can really push past my limits just because it's something I'm really passionate about. So yeah. I think if there's intent behind it, you're less likely to burn out because you're doing something you love, right? Right. And I think there's a fine line between, like, I don't think, um, like, if you want to grow, you uh-huh. can't be comfortable all the time. So don't yeah. take that as a sign as a burnout, maybe, but more so, uh-huh. like, it's like just taking those breaks and implementing it into yeah. your schedule yeah. because that is important and you're not being lazy. You're not being not, you know, you're not not productive like it's it's part of like in to continue and put your best best foot forward it's important Uh to give your mind time to process all the knowledge that you're taking and the improvement but Uh yeah so as a final overarching question i ask this Uh in all of my interviews because um i just think it provides me like a worldly view on how people want to change change the world and especially because I do interview like people of different ages and everything like that. So how do you plan on changing the world now or even in the near future? That question actually reminds me of a quote that may seem contradicting, but it's actually not. I'm not sure who's it by, but um, so it goes, everybody thinks of changing the world, but nobody thinks of changing himself. And so I think that's really where change of the world starts. Because technically everything's always changing, right? We're changing and the world is changing with us. So just by emitting positive energy and light into the world, you're already technically changing it. Right. That's such a good answer. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What the heck? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So in all of my my previous episodes, like, obviously, um, they've had amazing answers to how they want to change the world, whether that's Mm -hmm. in, like, minute ways, like, helping one person and that being a ripple effect or, like, inventing something that is like a great and that makes a huge impact but I don't think I've ever had somebody say I want to work on myself and when I work on myself and like self-development that will emulate into somebody else and hopefully that can inspire somebody and um really taking care of yourself and making sure you are like the best that you can be is so important um yeah because that quote actually kind of makes sense I I didn't think of it like that but yeah that actually connects to the book the the energy codes that I'm reading Oh, really? It just says that everything is connected. Right. So technically, like, everything is a butterfly effect. Everything affects everything else. Right. Just Yeah, yeah, that is. But anyways, that's it for today's episode. Thanks so much, Vera, for coming on here. It was really, Thank really... Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thank really you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody. That's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.